This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger Sales Podcast from ClosingBigger.net. I guess my question is, or my statement is, so, you think you have a full sales pipeline? You think you have a full sales funnel? That's the question. Do you? I look at mine sometimes and go, wow, you know, that's full. I've got lots of business in the pipe. But if I sit down and I really look at where I'm at from a relationship development perspective with the decision makers and all the influencers within those companies, I realize I don't really know when that deal is going to close. In fact, even though I've been measuring the steps through the process, moving to that funnel from 10 to 20 to 30 to 50 to 80% closed because I've got that RFP filled out because I've been to that final meeting because I've done all the right things that all the gurus around sales process talk about, I must be close to closing that deal. Yet you can be totally vulnerable. Someone else can step in with a better relationship and sideline the whole process. So relationship development, in my opinion, is much more important than really having a nailed down sales process or having a whole bunch of names and dollars in a sales funnel or sales projection sheet. Those names, those dollars, those steps mean nothing unless they're done with the right intent and building the right relationships. So as we look at this, how do we map out relationship development? Now, with that said, there's also just a little bit of a warning here. I also know some people who are great at holding their client's hand, that, you know, to walk them through the process. They're there all the time. They got, the client loves them as a person, but they've got no credibility from a business perspective. So I'm sort of doing this podcast with the assumption that you've got some level of credibility, that you're walking through the steps of the sales process, and you are willing to ask for the business. Now, asking for the business and walking through the steps without having a strong relationship is futile in most cases. So, most of us know this. In fact, just yesterday or this morning actually on Twitter, I put out the fact that I believe that the closing is a process, not an event. Then I went on to say, quoting of course Bill Gibson, is that most people spend time on their relationship to get the deal, but the reality is the relationship is the deal. Now, what came back to me was a number of questions. People were saying, that's great, Shane. We know the relationship's important, so help us. How do we do this effectively? What does that process look like? So as we look at building and developing relationships, I think the first thing is it's like any other goal. If your goal is to establish a strong relationship, or your goal is to lose 20 pounds, or your goal is to become an effective presenter in front of a group, or your goal is to break your quota this month, you need to know where you're at in order to move forward. You need to know the key steps you need to take in order to get there. People often see relationship development as something that's more nebulous or something that is very difficult to nail down. It's an intangible thing to measure. But I believe there are a series of things that can really clue us into where we're at. Bill Gibson, who's the founder of Knowledge Brokers International, my first and and best mentor, in my opinion, as far as sales and professional speaking as an author, put together the five stages of relationships development a few years ago, over a decade ago now. And he mapped it out, and he originally developed this to help organizations like Siemens, who are in long sales cycles with clients on large hydro projects or consulting engineering projects, to map those relationships and watch them develop over time. We went on then to roll it out into the automotive industry, and now between himself and I and our team at Knowledge Brokers, I would hazard a guess that we've probably taught these five stages to no less than 40,000 salespeople and audience attendees. 
So here's our five stages of relationship development. They're pretty straightforward, but I think the key is why I'm teaching them to you today here on this podcast is so you have some way to measure where you're at in the sales process as far as relationship development goes. It's one thing to say, I need a better relationship, but do I know where I'm at now? And am I asking the question, what do I need to do next to move to that next step? So the first stage in the five stages of relationship development is the attraction stage. This is the watching stage or the potential supplier stage. One thing to remember at this time is the client is only going to be typically utility and price focused. They're not going to trust us and they're not going to be very loyal. At this stage, in order to move forward, we have to show number one, what's unique about us and what's in it for the client. And today, with today's economic environment, I would stress that what's in it for the client isn't a fancy value proposition or elevator pitch. You better know their core pains and have a pill to solve those pains. You better be able to move fast. And most of all, respect boundaries. Professionalism, the capacity to understand what's appropriate in the next step is totally key at this stage. So if we can get through that potential supplier stage, we move into the second stage, which is the exploration stage. This is where you become a short-term supplier or possibly you're able to fill out an RFP, for instance. At this point, at the exploration stage, the key thing to remember here, if you feel you're here with the client, if they're doing an initial test, realize that everything that you're doing right now, they're watching. It's a micro-test. This isn't a midterm test or a long-term results test. They want to see how quickly you respond, how great your service is, and how much you have to offer as an added value component to their business in the immediate term. You won't get to prove long-term results unless first you can prove short-term ROI for that client. This is a testing stage. There is still no trust here. The next step is the development stage. This stage is where trust begins. This is where you're developing supplier, they begin to use more products or services. The client actually shares deeper and more confidential information with us, which allows us to give them better solutions, get better results, and then foster a stronger relationship that will drive us to the fourth stage, which is the commitment stage. The commitment stage is where you're a long-term trusted advisor. Now with this perspective, some of the key skills you need in this stage to stay here are great coaching skills, great needs analysis skills, fantastic data analysis skills, and beyond that, we need to start adding value beyond just our core products and services, whether it's through our knowledge, through our network, or the overall value in that relationship. The last stage is the unity stage. This is where you're a trusted advisor and partner. This is where the client needs you as much as you need them. Now, I know you've probably heard this in my other podcasts, but I thought I'd go through these five stages again, just as sort of a quick refresher and also for the new listeners to kind of get a handle on it. So why these five stages are important, I'm going to go through them again. Number one, attraction. Number two, exploration. Number three, development. Number four, commitment. And number five, unity, is we have to know where we're at in these stages in order to map how we're going to move forward to the more stable relationship-based stages. The stronger your relationship with a client, the less risk you are at losing them and the higher chance you have of getting higher wallet share. Because remember, relationship share equals wallet share in most cases. So moving through here, here's some quick thoughts on this relationship. Here's what's going to accelerate relationship. If you can get endorsements from well-known individuals or you're a well-known brand in the community. This is why things like social media, social networking, 
putting your videos up on YouTube, really being present in the community, networking a lot offline through things like the Board of Trade, your local chamber of commerce, your local industry association. Why all these things are so important in relationship development is you want to go from unknown to known. This will stimulate the growth of this relationship. In addition to this, it's really, really important that we keep the commitments we make. Even the smallest commitments at the very beginning of these stages of relationship development, if they're broken, if they're broken, can stall the relationship. Another thing that can stall the relationship is when we can throttle a prospect with our behavior. Now, why I share this is I think today people are more transparent. We're more open about who we are. I know I myself in the last 36 months have literally opened up a lot more. I'm more of myself in business and more aligned with my personal or who Shane is personally than I was 36 months ago. A lot of this has to do with the fact is that that's what people want today. People want to know who you are. Now, with that said, if we look online or we even look at our behavior in a boardroom, sometimes if we're too honest or we're not really honest, we're not really sharing facts, we're sharing opinions and we offend people and we push them away, we can lose business as well. People want to feel safer on us. Clients want to know that they can predict that environment. Remember, sales is about creating an environment where an act of faith can take place. Unpredictable individuals tend not to be trusted by their clients or the marketplace. So as we look at this, rolling back to the five stages of relationship development, I know when I bit off track there, is track where you're at and ask the question, what do I need to go to the next step? And realize that nothing will replace value-added frequency of contact. The more times you're in contact with a client and adding value, the higher the chance we're going to develop a strong relationship and move forward. That doesn't mean pushing through emails on your latest special. That doesn't mean showing up at their office to show them a new product. That doesn't mean calling them constantly to say, hey, are you ready to buy? What it means is finding new ways to add value, educate, and engage your client base. This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger Sales Podcast from ClosingBigger.net.